Good morning. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. I'm Janine, and this is Get the Funk Out. Hope your Monday's off to a great start. I have a packed show today. Kicking it off is award-winning screenwriter and director Aaron Dooley. Good morning, Aaron. Hi. How are you? Great. Thanks for uh, connecting with me. I know I had a colleague or a friend of yours on my show a while ago, and uh, I always love when people reach out to me. Yeah, I'm glad that you could reach back. <laughs> <laughs> As opposed to totally blowing you off. <laughs> I could. I got a laugh out of you. Um, so tell me about your background. How did you get into screenwriting? Um, well, as a kid, I always was a very avid reader, and I thought that I would more be a novelist. But then once I started writing, I couldn't really sort of wax poetic about, you know, the the shade of brown in somebody's eye. Like, it seems that they just go into a lot more detail. <laughs> yes. And I was like, no, they have a brown eye. Um, so once I started writing, I started writing about 15 years ago, um, and I, I started in playwriting, and then I just pretty much immediately shifted into screenwriting. I just, I watch movies and TV, and so that seemed more what I should be writing because that's what I was watching. Um, so I have a degree in marketing, but I always love telling stories. And so started writing and um, kind of opened Pandora's box. Once I started, I couldn't stop. Amazing. Isn't it interesting? I don't know. I know for me, when I get into uh, the idea for a script, and lately I've been writing some short scripts, I feel so transported. It's It's a total mood lift. Yeah, yeah, it's... It's very interesting to get so into the story and with those characters, and you kind of can think of them as the real people, and they're just telling you in some ways, you know, what's happening to them. It is, and I I find that uh, sometimes, I don't know if this happens for you, but like I'll start an idea, and then I'll let it sit for a couple hours or a day, and then I come back to it, and I start filling in the holes. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You get the ideas like when you're in the shower and you're like, oh, that's brilliant. Um, You kind of have to let it percolate in your brain for a little bit. So that, yeah, when you come back, you have those, everything starts to connect a little bit more. Definitely. So so the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. And the one thing I do want to ask before we get into uh, your, um, your projects, how do you deal with, you know, the funks of life, personal, professional? What do you do to keep yourself, you know, staying positive when it's such a tough thing you're doing? Um, well, now I do I do go walking a lot, and I just think, you know, fresh air and, you know, just getting your body moving helps a lot, um, and uh, that's one of the big things. And then just something that comes from um, I was in a club in high school, and they you weren't allowed to put somebody down because they there's some psychology that if you put somebody down, it takes like seven compliments to negate that one negative thing. And wow. so if you were caught, sort of if somebody heard you say something negative to somebody, you had to say two nice things about them. So I sort of carried that over, and I tried to battle my own negative thoughts by countering them with two positive thoughts to keep that. So um, that's just like the mental way that I try to do that. So when you have these thoughts, they they could be negative thoughts about yourself too? Yeah, yeah, you know, you kind of get down, especially as a writer, you know, like there's this whole roller coaster, like, this is the best thing that anyone will ever read. And then you're like, no, this is rubbish. I can't show it to anybody. And, you know, that'll be within the same hour. (laughs) Exactly. I know there's uh, there's like this self-doubt, period that is awful this negative self-talk you have to you know just do something else and think positively 
Yeah, yeah, and I think getting into routines, because for me it's like getting into the chair, and then as soon as I'm there and I'm writing, I was like, why did you take so long to sit down today? Like, you love this, and it's working, so it's it's a weird thing. And for me it's that muscle memory of, like, creating a space um, to to do that activity, and then my body's like, oh, when we sit in this chair, it's time to write. Absolutely. um, To kind of combat that. Yeah. Do you have a favorite place? Like, do you work out of your house, or do you go somewhere to write? Um, I do now work out of my house, and I moved from Illinois. I was in the suburbs of Chicago a couple of years ago, and there, at my house there, I definitely had my dining room table was pretty big, and I could spread out, because I don't do every, I typically like to hand write, mm-hmm. and then when I put it into the computer, I'm already, like, you know, having that first round of edits, um, and I just, I haven't really found that spot yet in California, because the spots that I live in are a lot smaller here, so <laughs> I don't have that space to, so I'm still finding that place to, um, and I am trying to take my laptop different places to find, um, but, yeah, but primarily I do yeah, work out of my own place here. If you're just tuning in, we're speaking with award-winning screenwriter and director Aaron Dooley. Um, I just want to add to that, that I do a lot of my writing at the library. Yeah, I've been trying to yeah, get myself out to go there, because I love the library. I mean, I rent you know, I get books all the time and books yeah. on tape. So I'm like, yeah, I should just go there and with my laptop. Right. So. But you you have to wear, well, at least for me, I have to wear headphones because there's so mm-hmm. many distractions with kids and people and whatever. Right. And I just tune out. I find music without lyrics and I just get into a zone. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about um, your film, Broken and Beautiful, how that came about. That one is the first film that I made, and uh, it's, it was definitely a big, a tall order for a first film because it's a musical. It has 23 songs in it. It has 12 leads. Um, it's an ensemble cast. And oh. so, yeah, I had been writing for um, maybe about, like, eight years at that point, um, and I just wanted to have this one um, see the light of day because I had just been writing on spec and... Um, so I decided to film it myself, and it's a, yeah, again, it was a really big deal because we had, uh, I think, like 20 different locations all around Chicago and the suburbs, um, and so I shot that actually in 2011, but I just released it last year. Um, because it is such a big film, I was I had been some sort of false starts of getting distribution for it, um, and then I ended up uh, self-distributing it, um, so it's... But it's a, it's a Christian musical. It uses contemporary Christian music. So if people listen to, like, Caleb or Air One, yeah. any of those. Um, so it has songs by, like, Amy Grant, Toby Mac, and it uses those lyrics to weave the storylines of... Um, there's five different storylines. They all go to the same church. And I wanted to show people in real struggles. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, you know, you have a faith doesn't mean that you're not going to still deal with things in life. And how do you do that as... A believer, and you sing about it. That's how you deal with your struggles. You break out into song <laughs> twenty-three <it>. times. <laughs> Why not? So, um, yeah. What inspired yeah. you to make this kind of project? Um, I really like music. Um, how it can really, you know, uplift you. I guess that would be when you asked me about getting out of a funk. Yeah. For sure, I use music um, to get out of funk. Um, but I, and so it was just these songs that I kept hearing and they started to have more sort of real songs about people in those struggles, and I really appreciated that, not just, you know, oh, life is great kind of songs. Um, And I just visualized 
storylines in my head while I was, I had an hour commute each way, and so that's primarily what I would do is listen to Christian radio. So the stories just sort of formed in my mind, and I kind of had to get them down on paper uh, because it just, I don't know if you have this experience too, but if something's sort of consuming your brain, it just overcomes all your thoughts, and you're like, okay, I just have to get it down on paper at least then it will stop bugging me and my brain, and I can think about other things. Absolutely. Um, so, yeah, and then it's been really great to see people's response to it because it is refreshing for people to see, like, oh, somebody else is dealing with something like that, um, and, I think you know, that we don't have to be perfect. So, right. so um, tell me about some of the messages you would like people to take away from that film. Uh, well, the tagline is, um, we're all sinners, but we're all called to be saints. And uh, so and one audience member called it the Mamma Mia of Mercy and Grace. <laughs> and uh, so I thought that was very clever. Yes. Um, so really just that in the theme of a lot of what I write um, is that idea of forgiveness and, and really, yeah, that grace and mercy that we all, you know, we strive to be our best selves, but we stumble and it's okay, you know, just get as long as you keep getting back up and you keep trying and we should help each other in that way too and so really you know forgiveness the more i've looked at a lot of what i've written to be forgiving of each other because i think we need a lot more of that in the in the world you know on a grand scale but also on just one-on-one you know especially we get so divisive in our world and if we could extend grace to each other and uh, think about what that other person is going through, and, you know, somebody cuts you off in traffic. I mean, I definitely get frustrated <laughs> with that, and I have to say, you know what, maybe they woke up late and spilled their coffee, and yes. they're going to be late to work or something, you know, just kind exactly. of thinking of other people so, and having that forgiving attitude. Definite uh, empathy and compassion for other people. And, mm-hmm. you know, you said forgiveness for others, but you have to also forgive yourself. Right, for sure, yeah. yeah. We beat ourselves up too much. Yes, definitely. So what would you like to do next? Or maybe you already have your next idea in mind. Um, Well, with um, my documentary uh, that I filmed in Spain, it's called The Way to Forgiveness. So that Mm -hmm. for sure is about forgiveness. And um, so I write, I I travel around with that. And so I would like that to just kind of do more. I um, get brought into churches or I'm going to be at a library next month and I give talks on how to forgive, um, and I'd like to see that grow even more. Um, and then I'm, I'm writing a TV show uh, that I'm hoping to, you know, see on the air sometime. So I'm focusing more on the writing um, aspect instead of uh, producing as much these days. Um, so that's that's what I'm currently, yeah. Any advice for people that are looking to get into screenwriting and they're struggling? Uh, because you've obviously, you know, dealt with those kind of feelings, probably. Yeah, um, you just, it's doing it, you know, what, it takes, what, 10,000 hours of doing something before you can be, that before you're, like, an expert, Um, and so, and the great thing about writing is you don't need anybody else's permission, you don't need, all you need is your own time and your own discipline, so just keep writing, um, and and you can make shorts. You can use your cell phone to make a film if you want to see how it yeah. translates on paper. And you don't have to show anybody else if it doesn't turn out the way you want it. Um, so it's really just just doing it. And there's there's a lot 
less reason to not do things these days with technology and just, especially with writing, because it's it's all on you. And I always feel like if you want to get inspired, go and watch some shorts online or at the local film festivals and just, you know, submerge Mm -hmm. yourself in this world. Yeah, yeah. I mean, ideas are out there. So you can read the newspaper. There's plenty of interesting stories or, you know, always asking, well, what if this had happened instead of what did happen? Um, And you can just always get ideas. Yes, or take your own life and use it as fodder. Mm -hmm, For sure. (laughs) In a nice way. Um, So where can people find out more about you? My website is Dash Entertainment. That's D A S H Entertainment LLC dot com, and that has um, I do have some of my short films up there too. And then on the main page are the trailers for both Broken and Beautiful and A Way to Forgiveness. Fantastic. So. Well, thank you so much for calling in, Erin. This has been great. Yeah, thank you for having me. My pleasure. Have a great day. Congratulations. All right. Thank you. Bye bye. That was Aaron Dooley calling in. If you missed any part of our discussion about screenwriting and all the great things she's up to, it is, it is all up on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And I am on Twitter at moms, M-O-M-Z underscore rock. And KUCI is on Twitter at KUCI-FM. We're on Instagram at KUCI-FM, Tumblr, blog.kuci.org. And we're on Facebook at KUCI 88.9. We're going to take... A little break, and then coming up next is teacher, educator, and author Jennifer uh, Dagenhart, who's going to speak with me around 9.15. So we'll go back to uh, the song we were listening to earlier with Anushka Shankar. You're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine.